Are you feeling stuck or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while really wanting to make quantum leaps? Well then welcome, you found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're gonna be asked to think differently to get different results, to do things that are challenging, but oh, so rewarding. So come on, let's get started. Hello, ladies. It is so good to be back with you here today. It's been a little while since I've done podcasting on a regular basis, and I really missed it. You know, consistency is one of the things I talk with my ladies about all the time. It's really important to show up consistently wherever you have dedicated yourself to, right? So you pick channels, you pick places that you're going to be, show up consistently. But here's the funny thing. As a coach, in the back of my mind, when I say that to my people, I'm like, yeah, and are you doing it? <laughs> it's kind of like the cobbler's kids have no shoes. I don't know, that's a really old metaphor, but that's the truth sometimes. And so here I am. I'm really making an effort to fit in all of the things that I consider priorities into my life and into my business. And I'm so much more conscious about what's important today. The podcast for me is one of those things because I want you to get to know me and what I believe in and how my philosophies fit into building business and so on and so forth. <laughs> and that really brings us to a great place for this particular episode. Because I recently went through a situation that was really challenging in my life, and it has brought me some really interesting introspection about what is important. So let me just add some context to that. I was having a really good conversation with my coach yesterday. Yes, I do have a coach. I actually have several coaches, by the way. I believe in it that much. Now, this coach happens to be what I would consider a deep dive coach. Her name is Jennifer Orizio, and she has a business called The Soul of Business. She is amazing at helping you really get underneath the covers and figure out how to align who you are as a person with what you're trying to do in business. And man, that is just so important for you to feel like a human as you are going about growing your business, right? So anyways, we spend a lot of time talking about that. But yesterday, she asked me a question. She said, hey, let's just go personal today. And that right there made me kind of shiver a little bit in my skin. But she asked me this question. She said, would you tell me a little bit about what you want more of in your life. What you want more of in your life. Think about that for a second for yourself, okay? Because it really didn't take me very long to respond. It came up super fast. I said, I want deeper connection 
to people. I want really authentic relationships. I'm not somebody who is really good at or enjoys surface conversation. I crave really good conversation that goes under the covers and really digs in and uncovers how people think, why they think the way they do, and how it impacts their life. Now, I believe that you all can relate to this because most of the people who listen to my podcast and are in my sphere are coaches. And that's what you guys do better than anything else. So I, I really feel like this probably resonates with you. And the reason that this came to mind for me so quickly when she asked me is because I did just go through the experience of watching my father pass on from this life. And it was one of the most difficult things I've ever witnessed. There was pain for him. There was fear for us. There was a helplessness that just ate away at us. My, and when I say us, I'm referring to my mom, my sister, my brother, you know, everyone who loves him, my kids. There's this helplessness around not being able to do anything really substantive to make a difference, but wanting to spend that last bit of time going deep and really exploring our relationship. But it's, it's not easy when, when you have someone who is in hospice and they're passing, they're not 100% there anymore. And so there was this kind of longing that I think um, I had at my soul level. I felt like everyone who was present there was really raw going through this process. And in that rawness, there was a vulnerability that allowed us to connect on a deeper level than we ever had before, especially with my brother. My sister and I are really tight. She's a coach also and loves to go deep below the surface. But my brother, you know how it is with brothers. It's kind of like they love you. Uh, they want to give you, a, I call it a noogie on your head You know, when you were a kid and they'd rub your head and be like, blah. Um, but it, it's not a it's not typically the type of relationship where you go really deep with them but during this time when we were raw we really did go deep because we were all in the same place um there was a willingness to be more vulnerable to support each other at a deep level of need and it was such a special time. I'm not kidding you. I don't think my relationship will ever be the same with my brother because we had this time of vulnerability and we cried together and we did things and we said things and we talked about things that were really, really important to us. So anyways, here's the point. I want more of this and not the pain, not the, not the fear, not the grief, but I want more of this type of a deep relationship. That's what I was telling Jennifer. I want it with my family. I would love to have a relationship, an intimate relationship where I could be vulnerable and the person I was with would also be vulnerable. Like how deep can you go when you have that type of a relationship? But I want it, I want it with my clients as well. And even the people who I would like to become clients and that's what this podcast episode is really all about. Today is how can you think about your clients 
and the ones you want to become clients? And how can you create vulnerability in yourself so that when you have a really deep relationship with someone and you can go to a place where you connect authentically, how much better is it to invite them into becoming a client or to cherish them as a client? Imagine if we could all be willing to meet someone and be completely open to letting them see our true selves. No posturing, no hiding, no fear of judgment. Imagine how fast you could get to a real relationship level and how satisfying it could be. Now, this actually does happen. But unfortunately, it happens in situations where people are in crisis, like the one I just explained not clients necessarily, but in real life, IRL, you can find places where people who don't know each other can go pretty deep pretty quickly. And when I say it happens when people are in crisis, um, it doesn't have to be death. It doesn't have to be a huge crisis. Although sometimes the more fear that we have, the more willing in a in a group situation, the more willing you are to be in um, more vulnerable with each other, similar to like this. So do you remember 9-11, right, where people who were complete strangers became deep, lifelong friends based on the shared experiences of that day? Because during that crisis, um, it really stripped all pretenses away. And when all pretenses are are not there, we end up connecting at a really deep level, a deep personal level out of the necessity of the moment. But then once we're there with someone, once we've gone deep with someone, it's easier to continue to trust and stay vulnerable because it's been proven in essence that you're safe with that person, that you can trust them, okay? So you see how we can actually block ourselves from getting connected to someone new because we are protecting a part of us um, that we're not willing yet to expose. So I guess what I'm saying here is that your willingness to be vulnerable becomes a big part of your ability to connect with people in an authentic and deep way. So then I guess we have to ask this question. Why don't we always walk into any situation and allow ourselves to be vulnerable? What's holding us back from doing that? And I I believe at the end of the day, fear of not being seen as good enough. That's one thing. And shame for being less than perfect. And even the uncertainty of what is expected from you, which leads back to the fear of not being good enough. You see, it's like those things are always circulating in our mind. It's like there's this vortex inside of us that pulls us away from revealing our true selves to others to protect ourselves from being hurt. But like in so many ways, the things that our primitive brain tries to protect us from become the very thing that hold us back from getting what we want most. You see how that works? It's kind of crazy. And 
Yes, I did bring the primitive brain into this because this is not logical. We don't walk around with our logical brain saying, I'm not safe with that person. I might not be safe with that person. I'm not safe, right? It's it's truly the primitive part of the brain that's in charge of our survival that is just trying to help us and protect us from being able to be vulnerable, right? But finding the courage within ourselves to be vulnerable and reveal your true selves to others and be willing to live with the consequences of going there, well, that could be one of the things that will bring you the deepest satisfaction, not only in your business, but in all your relationships. So I'd like for you to think about it this way. Have you ever been to a really high-end store? You know, the kind that you, when you walk into it, it just reeks of luxury. I have some friends out here in North Carolina in the mountains who have a, uh, a store like this. He's a decorator. And oh my gosh, he has such beautiful candles, high-end candles. I mean, some of them run upwards of $300. They're just gorgeous pieces of art, actually. Uh, and the smell is just amazing. But he's got some of these designer candles under domes, like a, a, a glass lid. And what's happening is he's it's protecting the fragrance from dissipating or from clashing together, right? Because if you have all these different candles with different fragrances, it could get overwhelming. So you put them under a glass dome and it really works. You can walk right by a candle and not smell anything. You don't smell the candle. But if you lift the dome, you smell the most beautiful fragrance that's, that's captured in there. It just wafts out at you and you immediately smell something pleasant that wasn't in the air a moment before. So I want you to take that metaphor and I want you to think about yourself as the candle. <laughs> Burning brightly. No, I'm just kidding. Think about yourself as the candle under that dome. You've got this protective covering surrounding your body and the beautiful essence of you is circulating within that dome. And yet someone might be right there in your proximity. They might be right next to you. You might be talking to them, but they can't even experience your full beauty. It's not available to them. That's the disconnection that we feel and other people feel when we protect ourselves with a dome of, I don't know, uh, fear a dome of protection, a dome that's like put in place to keep strangers out, but really it keeps you in. So what's holding the dome in place for you right now? Is it fear that if you expose your authentic self to people, they just might reject you? Just like when someone might lift the dome on the candle and find the smell not to be of their liking, right? Not everyone is for everything everybody. I, I'm not a fan of like rosy or like florally smelling candles. I love the earthy patchouli smelling kind of things. Woodsy. You know, every candle isn't for everyone and every person is not meant to be liked or embraced by everyone. And it's okay. You won't die. If you lift your dome and someone rejects you, it really is okay. There's an abundance of people out there 
who you are the perfect person for. Like that's my friend, that's my true definition of being vulnerable. It's the ability to reveal who you are on a deep level where it counts, knowing that you're safe and you're still a wonderful person. It doesn't change you in any way if you're rejected by someone. It doesn't make you less than good enough. It's just that you're not for that particular person and that's okay. Why, why do we work so hard to avoid rejection when it really doesn't matter? So how does this impact your life and your business? Let's start with business. How many times have you been told that people buy from people they like and trust? But the question is, how do you get to trust somebody if you really don't know who they are or what they stand for? If they've showed you a side of themselves that is not quite real, how do you trust someone? You know, people can sniff that out. It's so easy to be with someone and know whether or not they are authentic. There's a way that people protect themselves by not responding in a deep way, or they're telling you what you want to hear. You can tell that. And I think that in business, it's just so important to be willing to challenge someone to not have the same opinion and be okay with it. Because here's the thing, have you ever been to a movie you just haven't enjoyed? I mean, come on, everybody's been there. You, you're sitting through this movie and you're like, why am I here? Like, I, there's nothing interesting about this. And I can tell you what's going on. Uh, at, the, at the deepest part of it, there is no conflict. Like, most likely, it, the story is just moving along and you're like, so what? Who cares? There needs to be conflict in order for any movie or anything that we're watching to really be interesting. Now, of course, you've got reality TV, which puts conflict overload in our faces, and that's obnoxious as well. But that's a whole different story. But we do as humans thrive on trying to understand a puzzle and understanding conflict and how it's going to get resolved and what is What's the meaning of the conflict? There's just this part of us as humans that are intrigued by this type of um, curiosity, right? It gets you hooked. It keeps you involved in the story. Well, when you meet someone and you aren't willing to challenge them, and I put challenge in air quotes because you don't have to be like adversarial or rude, but you ha- if you put a topic on the table and you say, let's look at it from a couple different directions. What about this way? Have you thought about it that way? If you're not willing to have an opinion that's different from the person you're talking with, well, there's no conflict. There's nothing interesting to talk about. You're, you're just agreeing on everything and that's kind of boring. I was on a networking call the other day with someone and I just felt so bored because we were talking about, you know, just business subjects. And as we moved through the conversation, we were both in agreement. Like we both saw everything in the same way and we were just kind of volleying back and forth around the topics we were talking about. And, and I was just like, oh, well, this is boring. I'm not learning anything. I could be 
you know, by myself right now, because there's nothing being added to the conversation. I'm not hearing anything new. And because of that, I just didn't feel like I was connecting with this person in a way that makes me crave more of what's going on inside her mind. And I would just ask you this, do you think your clients can be bored with you? Or the people you're trying to attract to become clients, do you think that you are interesting or stimulating something within them that they crave more of? Can they be bored with you? I mean, that's a big question. Being willing to challenge how people think about things is a very vulnerable place to be. Because what if they don't like your opinion? You know? But holy cow, when you find the people who are craving that point of view that you have on something, if you're willing to stand, take a ground and tell someone that you don't agree with them, and they're willing to listen to it and not not back away from it, I mean, you have found someone that you want to connect with. And I mean, that's the ultimate in vulnerability, especially in high stakes moments, which are sales conversations or any any time that you are trying to promote your business, there's a vulnerability around possibly becoming rejected. And so you tend to become vanilla. And, you know, it just, it just doesn't make you very interesting. When you become willing to put yourself out there for what you believe, for what you know, and not worry about how it's going to be received, you are definitely a thought leader. You're someone, someone people want to listen to and they want to know more about. Because in those moments when you're willing to do that, you have the opportunity to literally advance your connectedness with the person you're speaking to, to just stay the next level, just a huge jump in relationship. Or it may go nowhere. And that's okay, too. I mean, I think sometimes out of our fear of scarcity of clients, right? Oh, there's only so many people out there and I got to go find them and I got to be the right person for everyone is it really drives a lack of clients. The very thing that we're trying to protect ourselves from is what we are manifesting when we hide our true selves from people just to be liked. Here's the thing. It happens in your personal life, too. It's not just business. We want community. As, as human beings, we are built to be in community. And yet we are so afraid of being rejected that it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy that we create because we protect ourselves from showing our authentic selves. And then we become less attractive to other people. So here's the moral of the story. You've got to be courageous. You want to do bold things and not care about the consequences. If someone does not agree with you or does not think you're amazing, you have to be okay with that and know that the next person you come across may be the very one you're looking for. There's no scarcity in this world at all. There are so many people out there who need you and want the real you that there's really no risk in being vulnerable. Putting your real self out on the line and calling in the perfect clients for you can be fun if you're not worried that there's not enough of them. Alrighty. Well, ladies, that's all I've got to say on this subject. I knew it was going to be a short one, but I, I just wanted to put it out there because I do believe this is 
the one thing that you have so much control over in your business that you will be able to keep this top of mind and shift how you show up in relationships with people. If you can do this, I guarantee you, you are going to see an immediate impact on the availability of creating deeper relationships, the ones that you're looking for that will help you grow your business and actually help you have a more satisfying life. Think about it, okay? I know it's it's scary, but if you take small steps towards being courageous, being more vulnerable, not being worried about being rejected, being willing to just put a stake in the ground on the things you believe in, I'm, I'm not kidding you. I think you will see a difference in how people react to you. I'd love to know what your thoughts are on this subject. So definitely DM me on Instagram. I'm unstoppable women in business or shoot me an email. Uh, You can find the show notes on my website. If you're interested in more information about unstoppable women in business, the success collaborative or anything that I can do to support you. I hope you have a wonderful week. I'm going to talk to you again very soon. Take care. Hey there, lady. What are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. So come on, come on over. Let's hang out.